authors, editors, publishers, book cover designers, agents, critics, readers. A whole lot of professionals come together for a book. We are going to explore the world of books in our unique podcast show called Book Lounge. Book Lounge is brought to you by iCafe Podcasts, born with a collaboration between Tell Me Your Story and Zero Hour Entertainment. I am your host, Koral Dasgupta, all set to ask some interesting, straightforward and fun questions to our guests. Today, I am conversing with none other but Amish Tripathi. Amish needs no introduction. Amish, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you, Koral? Thank you for having me. I know that you are running a little bad throat problems, but I'm really happy that you are coming here to talk to us, to answer our questions, and I really thank you for that. So, Amish, I really want to know that who was the earliest storyteller in your life who must have inspired your interest in characters from Indian mythology? That would have been my parents. My uh, father and mother, they both come from a very traditional uh, background. And, okay, uh, okay. Both of them studied in the Hindi medium. So, and you know how India was in those days that uh, if you didn't know English, then opportunities were hard to come by. And yeah. uh, they wanted to ensure that their four children didn't suffer this. Mm-hmm. So they sent all of us to uh, to English medium schools, to convent schools. Mm-hmm. But uh, what they were very concerned about is that, and, and they knew they had to do this, you know, for the sake of our career. Mm. But what they were most concerned about is that we shouldn't forget our culture. Mm. Um, so, uh, you know, so all four of us, you know, from a young age, our tradition was then in their mind, the home was the place mm-hmm. where uh, they would keep us rooted and uh, the school was the place where we would uh, you know well learn english because <laughs> that's <laughs> that's a way to fly right i mean that's you know uh, there's no point judging it that was the reality of india of those days true that and which part of india did you say uh, your childhood was based in mainly in orisha so i was i was okay. born in mumbai okay uh, but at a very young age, when I would, my twin brother and I, when we were would have been maybe one or two, mm-hmm. uh, my uh, parents had shifted to Satara in Maharashtra for a little while, and uh, very quickly after that they shifted to Odisha. We would have been in Odisha till uh, I till eighty five, so till I was mm-hmm. around age eleven. Okay. And uh, so my earliest memories are of Odisha, and mm-hmm. uh, we travelled a lot. Like I said, there were four of us siblings. So my uh, our parents took us around Odisha and uh, we, uh, of course, saw Puri, Chilka Lake and of course, uh, you know, Jagannath Ji. Mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful and very Jagrut uh, temple, you know, as True the Hindus say, very Jagrut. True, hai. <laughs> True that. You know, in our traditions, it's believed that, you know, that the faith of the devotees right. is what right. puts more Jagruti into a temple. And uh, Jagannath Ji has uh, uh, so much faith by so many Indians from across the subcontinent and indeed across the world uh, for so long, for centuries, for millennia. So there is so much Jagruti in there. True that. that. Amish, what attracts you most in the epics? The philosophy, the plots, the relationships, the time in which they were set, the wars or something completely different? I I find everything in our epics fascinating. But... uh, at the heart of all our uh, stories, you know, and uh, our, uh, you know, the, the books on our spiritual traditions, our texts, mm-hmm. if, uh, if you see it as a graduation course, and the Ramayana and Mahabharata are only the first standard, you know, it's the entry mm-hmm. into it. 
and of course one can go deeper and deeper and at the graduation and post graduation level would be the vedas uh, and the perspective that our ancestors had on all these stories was the most important part in it the heart of it was the philosophies true uh, true everything else is uh, it's and one is not belittling its importance but everything else is only a wrapper no mm. the, the story the drama the relationships uh, the structure the plots the wars everything you know uh, those are essentially vehicles mm. to convey uh, philosophies and um, the idea also in the indian way is that philosophies were not something which was uh, not just a subject for uh, for discussion you know and and keeping yourself you know mentally uh, occupied uh, those were actually things you were supposed to apply in your life so uh, philosophy was about learning how to live better you were supposed to learn something from those philosophies and then apply in your own life which is why you'll find our stories have so many archetypes there is no one god there are so many gods so many goddesses and why is that because you find uh, the god and then use the story of that god or goddess as an archetype and apply those uh, lessons in your own life and live a better life so that you are better prepared for your next birth or if lord shiva wills it for moksha then we are sorted hmm yeah <laughs> so if you if you find moksha then you are one with god right yeah then you are sorted <laughs> <laughs> avish spirituality hinduism and indian mythology many tend to confuse between these what according to you is the difference between the three you have to understand the roots of and because uh, these none of these three words are of indian origin right mm-hmm. uh if we were speaking uh, in sanskrit or in an indian language mm-hmm. all i would say is hum dharm ki baat kar rahe hain that's it and you would understand everything mm-hmm. it, it encompasses spirituality it encompasses our epics it encompasses uh, not just hinduism but uh, you know buddhism jainism sikhism mm-hmm. you would understand it all you know an indian language can convey the problem with western words is they carry uh, you know their own uh, baggage so uh, uh, the term hindu for example essentially comes from ancient persian times mm-hmm. it was uh, essentially a, a name for a place what the persians called the people of india uh, that is those who lived beyond In the Hindustan? sindhu river okay Be- beyond the sindhu river sindhu was the indus river Yeah. right that's it in effect everyone in this interpretation everyone living in the indian subcontinent is a hindu because mm. they live beyond the sindhu river okay sure. mythology is uh, you know the greek term for that is a little different but in modern english it has acquired a different meaning mm. the greek interpretation of mythology the root of the word is a word called mythos meaning a story sure. that hides a philosophical truth but true. the western interpretation of mythology is you know fanciful tales which may not necessarily be true and all ancient pagan cultures were derided as mythology you know, including mm. india mm. we can take the greek meaning and say that boss is actually about philosophical truths uh, but the westerners can sometimes use uh, you know the uh, derided interpretation of mythology 
spirituality also just came up as a separate branch in western philosophy because western and middle eastern religions are not driven by philosophy they are driven more by right that you believe in your god and every other god is false so at the right. heart of that way of life is not philosophy at the heart of that way of life is uh, faith yeah um right. so which is why they had to come up with a separate term that beyond faith beyond religion is spirituality but sure. in the ancient way and especially the indian way there is no contradiction between spirituality and religion mm-hmm. because at the heart of our religion any case is philosophy true that like i said none of these confusion comes up mm-hmm. if we use the indian term dharma right so uh, amish you have experimented introducing sita as a warrior now mm-hmm. chitrangada was a warrior princess as we all know mm-hmm. but epics however has shown women as the reason behind battles of dharma instead of including them as the executionary forces is there a metaphorical or philosophical or literal interpretation for this um why would you say women are the cause of battles and at times it could be men as well like for example there's a text called the adbhut ramayan mm. where uh, the elder ram was not killed by lord ram mm-hmm. uh, he was mm-hmm. uh, killed by sitama and that's mm-hmm. because uh, sitama was avenging lord ram so in that sense the man was the cause of the battle right so rather than or uh, you know the gond ramayani where sitama fought a very fierce battle uh, mm. to protect lord lakshman mm. so i wouldn't use you know i wouldn't say that women are the cause of battles or men are the cause you can say that sometimes love is the cause of battles sometimes hatred can be the cause of battles mm-hmm. sometimes greed can be the cause of battles mm-hmm. um and the love that could be the cause for a battle would be the love uh, of a man for a woman or a woman for a man you know mm. uh, like in the traditional valmiki ramayana it was lord ram's love for sita mm. and the adbhut ramayana it is uh, goddess sita's love for lord ram right that was the cause of the battle so i wouldn't women as the cause of the battle I, in this case i would see love mm-hmm. okay uh but don't you see uh, the use of uh, say a surpanakha or a sita or a draupadi uh, in mahabharata these women are being used as uh, the ones who had been wronged and hence their battle commences would you have would I- you think that it's a different i mean i am saying only one side of the story while there are far more deeper meanings to it no okay so these are essentially uh, you know they are trying to convey philosophies to us mm-hmm. through stories right mm. uh, our ancestors through the stories of the ramayana and mahabharat right. and the stories have characters some of them are men some of them are women some of them are transgender you know mm-hmm. like ila was or shikhandi was shikhandi was so are women Ravens who suffered unfairness in these stories, in these mm. epics, didn't Lord Dasharth suffer unfairness? Mm. Didn't Bhishma uh, um, Pitama suffer unfairness? Didn't Karan suffer unfairness? So there were some characters to whom life was more than fair, 
some characters to whom life was unfair true so uh, amish one very important question that i would like to ask you uh these days i talk to a lot of parents about epics about their the way they are bringing up their children and these days parents are very conscious about the inputs they are giving to their children uh mm. for example uh i often find myself at a loss while telling stories from the epics to my child see it's mm. very difficult to explain lakshmana slashing the nose of supanaka no parent would want their mm. child to absorb that it's fine if a man is physically harming a woman and kids are too small to understand these symbolisms how do you as a parent handle this um you know there are two ways of looking at it one is of course you know whether it's metaphorical there is a north indian term that nak kat gayi which is not so much literally mm. nak kat gayi but that you were insulted right mm. but let's say there was a physical battle right what does women equal women's equality mean there were you know for example among the uh, kurds you must be aware that uh, the kurds they they are a middle eastern group right but um, they are very uh, liberal in terms of uh, how they treat their women right so uh, women kurds actually joined the army you know that they actually battle they were right. women generals i'm talking about today huh? not ancient mm-hmm. times today. yeah right uh and say there's a woman warrior who's fighting a male warrior mm. in the battle uh, ground what should the male warrior do should he battle her as an equal does that make him a believer in women's equality or does he say no no she's a woman i cannot touch her i cannot uh, battle her uh does that make him chivalrous what is the right thing if, if there is a woman who is a warrior and a man believes in equality what is the man supposed to do fabulous point amish is he yeah. supposed to battle or is he not of course he is and if he doesn't battle is he actually looking down on her ki ye mujhe kya ladegi true that you know rudrama devi and i'm talking about historical age now hmm 700 years ago rudrama devi she was an indian queen she used to lead her army into battle hmm do you think the men who were battling her on the other side they gave her because she is a woman true that totally not no they didn't they lost the battles because she was a brilliant warrior mm-hmm. okay but they didn't give her any quarter and on that point i would respect those men that they Absolutely. fought as an equal now they can there may be some men who will say no 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 i'll be chivalrous again that's a different way of life i know some feminists may act what is the right way god knows yeah i mean every society has its own way of life no true that and what is right also has 10 different interpretations which you can never match up never satisfy that is only people who understand the word dharma can actually understand the depth of multiple truths the problem with many westerners that even the liberals come with that one truth mindset mm-hmm. that their path is the true path everyone else is you know but when you understand dharma you understand there are multiple truths and are you consistent with what your truth is that's what makes you a good or bad person super as a big celebrity author today amish is there a request from the media or audience which really irritates you this is a more personal authorly question no yaar aisa nahi hai i mean uh, i am normally only visible around my book launch times <laughs> I uh, I normally disappear between book launches and 
I must say, you know, the media, the many of my followers are, you know, they they let me be, they are respect. Mm-hmm. My need to stick to myself when I'm writing, and so in that sense, no, I don't really have any complaints. It's just that my present role means that I have to be a lot more social, lot more active all the time because mm-hmm. I'm in a diplomatic role. True that. But this is a role only for three years. You know, after that, I will go back to my normal lifestyle, which means. I'll be visible around my book launch times and disappear uh, in between the books. <laughs> Great. So, uh, Amish, if I may say this, this is the last question that I have for you. That I find your books very much like superhero stories for adults. And I mean, when I read your books, I just feel that okay, this is a superhero story. It's not just a, a mere mythological fiction. It's far more than that. So, if you have to choose one living legend and rewrite his life in your style, who would you pick and why? Two actually, two men who uh, sadly have passed away. Mm-hmm. Okay, part of my life, my mm-hmm. father-in-law, Dr. Manoj Vyas, mm-hmm. my uh, ex-wife's uh, uh, father, father, and my brother-in-law, uh, mm-hmm. Himanshu Roy, my sister's husband, and. Right. Uh, the other two men uh, i have admired uh, most in my life mm-hmm. maybe i'd love to tell their team tale sometime yeah. so himanshu roy we know a lot a little bit about himanshu roy would you like to tell a little bit about uh, the uh, person you just mentioned as your father in law dr manoj vyas dr manoj vyas both dr manoj vyas and himanshu roy uh, both of them my father in law and brother in law represent everything that i uh, admire i'm not saying i have those qualities i i, I try imbibe those qualities but mm-hmm. uh, they are both very old world men in some mm-hmm. ways very responsible very solid very dignified very honorable in the way they behave in the way they carry themselves protective of those they love and care mm-hmm. like i said qualities that i admire deeply i'm not saying i have them i i try and imbibe those qualities but yeah often any big decision in my life i always think what would the two of them think and would i make them proud wonderful uh, amish thank you so much for talking to us in spite of your ill health it really means a lot and i really enjoyed this conversation thank you god bless you take care thank you audience for listening to our show book launch brought to you by icafe podcasts please do reach out to us with your thoughts and suggestions on hello at icafepodcasts.com Subscribe to www.icafepodcasts.com and you can also hear us on other audio apps. Stay tuned with us for book launch. iCafe is brewing.